important month of the year because there are very there are three very important birthdays happening yes this month um most important of course is beautiful baby jesus's birthday but the two other important ones can you can you give me the scoop on those two birthdays so what many people may already know about us especially our family is that Haley and I are 13 days apart. It's <gasps> yes. just weird to think about that our moms were pregnant at the same time. But we won't get we, we oh, won't go yeah. into that. Um and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so our birthdays are this month and do you want me to say what your birthday when your birthdays? Sure. Is? If it's my my general rule with sharing information on this podcast is if it's on Facebook, it's fine. That's true. Okay. Like this is this is information that you can easily look up. I don't know if you really wanted to to figure. That's some true. Stuff out. That's most of the things we talk about ourselves can be googled somehow. Anyway, yes. Haley's birthday is on the tenth of December, and my birthday is on the twenty third of December. Yes. So, which I know, like, it's one thing to be on the tenth, but I know growing up, um, it's rough to be on the twenty third. What do you think? I was lamenting the other day to some coworkers that I was always upset because you know, growing up in Michigan and about forty five minutes away from the beach, uh, I always lamented that I could never have mm-hmm. beach birthdays like all my summertime birthday friends got to do. I do remember that one time when I was, I think it was my seventh birthday, my parents took me and a handful of friends to a hotel to go swimming Mm -hmm. and we had a sleepover at the hotel and I thought that was cool and I got a barbie cake Um, I remember that birthday (gasps) yep yay I remember the barbie cake yep Mm -hmm. uh do do you have any uh but I imagine having your birthday be on the 23rd has always been significantly more difficult and you always get uh shown up by our lord and savior um and kind of shadowed by his birthday. Not that we're mad about that. We'd never be no. mad about sweet, beautiful baby Jesus's birthday. But uh, what, what has been that experience been like for you? Um, I just remember my best friend growing up could never come to my birthday party or my birthday in any form because she went to her grandparents on the 23rd. So we were, yeah, Aww. so that was always a big bummer growing up because she was never able to come to my birthday party if I had one. A lot of times it was like grandparents came over in the evening and maybe some cousins and stuff and that was about it. And then I think the first like big birthday party I remember was my 16th birthday party and my mom surprised me with a mystery dinner. You were there, right? I did yeah. go to that birthday party. So was like, that was really fun. Yeah, it was I like a mur- murder mystery party. It was so fun. And... um I think a couple other times I'd go, like, rock climbing or something like that. But that was, like, the big one um, that I remember. But, yeah, I mean, it kind of stunk. A lot of people did, like, the combo birthday presents, which, I mean, I shouldn't be, you know, too greedy. But it kind of did stink a little bit. No, it's, that's not greed. That's justice. Yeah. You, you and all December and even a handful of January birthdays, I would imagine, we all deserve two presents. Yep. You have to get us a birthday present, and you have to get us a Christmas present. It's only justice. So Azariah is on the 24th of December, so right after me yes. and that poor kid. I'm, like, trying to figure out what to do for his birthday, because that's even harder 
Um, yeah. I think I... Really creeping up on Yeah, I've come to terms, like, his birthday will probably always be celebrated on my birthday, or we'll... I'll probably start doing something, like, a week before, um... Like the weekend or I had a friend growing up who was also born on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and he always, he sometimes celebrated his birthday in the summer. He celebrated his half birthday. Right. I've heard of those. Yeah. Um, I've never done one before. Um, but it's like, what, did you celebrate both days, though, still? I would imagine probably your family takes you out for, like, a okay. nice dinner on your real birthday, but then... Your f- on your half birthday, you get to do something fun with your group of friends. That makes sense. Um... Yeah. Okay. So I think, I can't remember him celebrating too many half birthdays, but I think in the past, like, we went to and, like, you know, had a pool party and stuff like that. Okay. I Probably think... when he gets older, I'll start doing that. Um, yeah. Oh, and I apologize for everybody. I have a cold right now. So if I'm, like, I'm trying not to, like, s- like sniff or, like, cough at all, but <laughs> sneezes come out of nowhere sometimes. So sorry about I that. I mean, I can't tell. Okay, good. What is very funny to me is the angle with which mm-hmm. you're recording at. Like you, the uh, let me paint you a, a word picture at home. Gretchen has chosen to lay her computer down on her lap, so I'm getting like the most unflattering shot of her face. Just only double chin, oh, yeah. only her nostrils. Mm-hmm. It's it's bad. In, I will. <laughs> there's like Christmas lights behind me, so it's like dark in here except for Christmas. Effervescent. Lights. Yeah. I'm taking a picture. <laughs> it's a great. In my hair, I'm not done my hair today. It's nice. It's a good look. You know, that's life. Yeah. That's the way. But, um, wear your salmon, your spinster, just in case oh, if yeah. you're not aware. Wear your birthday salmon spinster. Um, uh, I am your hunchbacked, lives in the woods in a house made of candy, beckoning children forward, spinster Haley. I am your involuntary stays up till 2.30 in the morning, or wakes up at 2.30 in the morning with her children, um, Sam. So, and that stands for stay-at-home mom, so. Word. Do you have any uh, birthday party advice, having hosted birthday parties for small children, for other stay-at-moms out there? Yeah, um... I feel like I feel like one of the qualities not to interrupt no, you okay. after I've just asked you a question, but I feel one of the main qualities that a stay-at-home mom should have is being a party planner. <laughs> yes. Just event planning in general. <laughs> That's something if I'm going to trust somebody to accomplish that, it's going to be a stay-at-home mom. I like And really what every potluck you've ever gone to, <laughs> who is there manning the controls if not the the stay-at-home mom? So true. Oh my gosh. And I like, I like planning events anyway, so it's always kind of fun. But I guess don't overthink it. Don't feel like you have to, like, entertain the kids because, honestly, you get a bunch of kids together, they entertain themselves. They just want to play and play and play. So, um, yeah, you'd be surprised. Like, the other kids come over and they think that your kids' toys are awesome, so they just get so entertained. You don't feel like you have to have games all the time or something like that. And then um, I think Eliana's birthday I literally had balloons that I painted cat faces on and then I cut out cat faces and made a garland out of it <laughs> so like super simple but it was really cute and yeah so don't ever think it the kids yeah like I said they entertain themselves more than anything and but be prepared for them to kind of get crazy because they do they get really crazy 
But. I used to do the Halloween party at the Boys and Girls Club, and that got very crazy, mm-hmm. especially because my coworkers would not communicate, and they try to do their own things when it's like, I made an outline, and they picked tasks that they wanted to do, and that was fine, but then, like... This past Halloween, one of the ladies, we did a scavenger hunt, and uh, they were going to hand out private prizes for the scavenger hunt, and the prizes were supposed to be chips, but she she literally, the, this person gathered all the kids into the gym. She's like, okay, I'm going to hand out prizes. She gathered them into the gym, and then she ran across the street to the grocery store to buy bags of chips to give to the winners, and I was like... Couldn't you have done this before? Oh my gosh. And oh my gosh, that's horrible. I know. Uh, uh, and that's the worst thing when it's like it's a fun, exciting day and you're just waiting. Mm-hmm. But um what's so what have been your um but but back to the subject of birthdays, like what have been some of your birthdays, ghosts from birthdays past highlights or lowlights reels? Probably that big party, um, the murder mystery. I'm trying to think of a low point one. Oh, my twenty first birthday. My twenty first birthday is also my worst birthday, but please tell your okay, story. Okay, so first. mine's like really depressing because I had to drop off of school due to finances. <laughs> I had to move back home, work at a factory for like a year just to get enough cash to go back to school. And so I was at my parents' house and I literally made my own cake and didn't even go out or drink a drop of alcohol or anything. I literally made my (laughs) own cake and ate it and just didn't do anything. And so it was like, that's one birthday I'm kind of sad about. I feel like I wish I could go back and redo that day. So... That's about it. No, because didn't Kiga have a really fun? Yeah, she did. My siblings did not come through for mine. Not bitter about it. Not bitter. I (laughs) someday when we're back in the same town, I will let's let's do a redo of our twenty first birthdays. Oh my gosh. We give give Kyle your babies, and we're just gonna go out and we're gonna get crunk. That would be so fun. Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah. Okay. What are yours though? my 21st birthday was my worst birthday. I had to, I was also working at a factory, so oh, yeah. common the ground. the chair factory, and right? The chair oh, factory. Gosh, um, and uh, I woke up early that morning, you know, woke up at 3 to get to my 4 a.m. shift, and um, had to tell another coworker. This was before the Me Too movement, but I did stand up to my coworker because he was making some very inappropriate comments about my body and certain adult activities, and I was just like, "Stop it!" And I had to like sit him down and be like, "You have a thirteen-year-old daughter. What if somebody spoke to your thirteen-year-old daughter the way that you are speaking to me?" And he's like, "Do you really think somebody would do that?" I'm like. Yeah, the, every oh woman gosh. has this experience. Like, somebody probably already has spoken to her this way. Um, but he apologized, and he did change his behavior from that point on, which, you know, the bar is already too low, but I guess snaps for him. <laughs> um, um, so from there, you know, worked a 12-hour shift, got out of work, um, drove home, and this was probably the first big snow of the year. Um, and I 
ended up rear-ending another car. They stopped at a stop sign, and I tried to hit the brakes, but my car kept moving. And I kind of just, like, bonked them in the back. And so we pulled over, and I'm like... I'm in tears, like, this has already been a crummy day, and it's just worse, and, uh, you know, I'm crying at this woman who, she seems just mildly annoyed, but she seems like she works at the DMV, she's like, or at least has gotten into a car crash before, and is just like, get your insurance out, get this, and I'm like trying to call my mom, and calling and calling her, and she's not picking up, and she eventually did. And this woman is just like, why is your insurance expired? And I'm like, ah, ah. and like, my mom had to reassure me that it's fine. It just says it's expired, but it's not expired. Um, and I g- gave this woman my ID so she could take a picture of it. And she stared at it for a long time because I think she realized it was my birthday. And she was just like, okay, well, just be careful in the future, I guess. And then I drove home, and I cried some more. And then my parents took me out to Red Robin, where I I lost my ID in the aftermath of all this. It had fallen. I thought it had fallen in the snow. It ended up it had fallen down in, like, the crevice of, like, the old Honda Toyota. The abyss they used to drive. of the Honda. And the crevasse. Yeah. And... Uh, I, so yeah, I also did not drink any alcohol, but I was still, I didn't really like drinking alcohol until maybe, like, a year ago, so. You were also not, like, a soda, like, pop drinker either, so, like. I'm still not a soda Yeah, I'm really not either, but, so imagine. I will, (laughs) I will pound back tequila, but if it's carbonated, keep that nasty garbage (laughs) away from me. So it's like water, and then you went straight to alcohol. Yeah, yeah I will drink clear, clear neutral liquids only. Um, I only drink water and tequila. My only beverage is choice. <laughs> clear liquid. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, that's so sad. Man, my best, my best birthday though was my sixteenth birthday. Um, my parents rented a trolley. Were you there for yes, that birthday? Yes, that was a great birthday. Um, my parents rented a trolley and we went and got Chinese buffet and we picked up all my friends and we didn't tell them. We just said, hey, we're going to come pick you up to go to the Chinese buffet. Um, but they weren't expecting the trolley. So they got very excited. And I was, oh, one sad note about my birthday was that my best friend, she couldn't make it to that birthday because she got sick. Like, and she, in her own words, like she was vomiting that morning. She's like, no, I'll be fine. I gotta make it to Haley's birthday. Um, but her, um, they, her family put the kibosh on that. But we did stop by her house and we got out of the trolley and sang her Christmas carols. We sang, I like remember singing Feliz Navidad mm-hmm. and she stood there in her pajamas in the snow. Oh my gosh, just like um, all coming back to me. Remember this? Yep. Um, and yeah, then we went, we went to Ming Ten, which was, I wonder if it's still, it's probably still at Celebration Cinema. Um, got Chinese buffet. Um, and then. We went back to my house and we had chocolate fountain. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause my dad, my dad works. Um, my dad is in the hospitality industry. Hospitality, yeah. yeah. It's a very vague 
I'm not going to say his company name. Um, <laughs> although he's a very good employee. He, he's good at what he does. Uh, he, yeah, he has access to chocolate fountains, though, which is great. Yes. Mm. Um, that was a good and birthday. And my, my friends, uh, that was my best birthday. That was the best birthday ever. Oh, my gosh. I remember that one. Yep. I totally forgot about the trolley until you said that, though. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I... I'm kind of lament that in my 20s when I'm supposed to be, like, at my most fun and rambunctious, I feel like I have not really had either I've not had a birthday or I've not had very good birthdays since then. They're not the worst mm-hmm. birthdays, but they haven't been stellar, you know? Yeah, honestly, I have not celebrated my birthday in the last, like, I don't even know. I'm trying to think if I even celebrated it when I was in college because I was home. Like, I, for I know, holiday breaks, I never was at all school. All of my, all of my college, uh, birthdays, yeah, we were, I was also on Christmas yep. break, and for my friends who were at home, because they didn't go to art school, um, they still were in college, they returned from Thanksgiving, yep. so they were busy studying for finals, and then, so, my parents would just be like, let's go out to dinner, like, fine. Yes, go Red Robin. <laughs> Go to Red Robin. <laughs> Yum. Kyle approved, though. He loves Red Robin. <laughs> I, Kyle and I have Red Robin oh solidarity. Gosh. He loves Red Robin. I, I, I don't know if there, there are Red Robins out here, but I don't know if I've ever frequented one. Yeah. Out here. People like to go to this place called BJ's. Hmm. In LA, which is a terrible name for a yeah. restaurant. And when, the first time I went to, <laughs> the first time... I went to a BJ's, which is kind of, you know, it's, it's like, it's between a Red Robin and a Cheesecake Factory. Like, it's, they're usually very big with very high ceilings, and you can get, they, their menu is really huge and kind of garish. Okay. Um, uh, and the first time I went, when I was with the Salesians, um, who are religious word within the Catholic Church, and I did volunteer work for nine months the first time I lived in L.A., it's a whole thing. Um, but two of my fellow volunteers, um, Juan Pablo, Juan Pablo, he, (laughs) we were, we were sitting at dinner in our house one day and we had already gone to BJ's before and Juan Pablo was just like, Haley, you love BJ's? And I was like stop and they could tell it irritated me but they didn't know why oh so did they know what it was was okay no they didn't know what it was because english isn't their first language but there's no doubt in my mind that the other adults and the priests whose english was their first language knew what that meant so i like kept going like stop and they could and juan pablo and julio knew that it, it was irritating me so they wouldn't let up and poor like julio he had less of a grasp uh, on English, and he so it was even more like baffling to him. But he thought it was funny, so like all the time, all the time they'd be like, "Haley loves BJ's," <laughs> um, and I, um, I probably should have put a disclaimer that this store particular story is not safe for work, um, and. Uh, <laughs> And so I had to, like, sit Juan Pablo down and be like, here's what that means. It means this, and it's not appropriate, and you need to stop. And Juan Pablo was on the floor laughing so hard, um, and he couldn't breathe, and it was bad. And I was like, so, of course, though, Juan Pablo kept doing it, and Julio would do it too. And I was like, Juan Pablo you need to explain to Julio what that means in Spanish because I cannot explain it to him. 
Um, and if you don't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin your life. And so I had to watch, I, I grafted what he was saying from the conversation. So Juan Pablo explained it to Julio and I saw Julio's very wholesome and very like, he'd get along with like Joe and like, he'd fit right in at, at Holy Angels. Um, and he, Julio's a good noodle, and I just watched his face fall because, like, if had he known that was what the joke was, like, he wouldn't have participated. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, but that that didn't stop them. Every time we'd be out driving and we'd pass a BJ's, they'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> it's BJ's. Oh, I love you. It. Love them." <laughs> and I'd be like, "I'm gonna kill both of you." <laughs> Yeah, what an unfortunate name. I'm trying to think of what we have. Oh, we have this one restaurant. Yeah, Fuddruckers. There's this one. It's not. It's not a bad name. It's just a weird name. It's like Ruth Chris's or Chris's Ruth. Ruth Christie's? No, it's like. Or isn't that that's like a government person? No, it's um. Yeah, that's a government person. I'm gonna have to like. Ah, it's gonna bug me now, but it's like Chris's. It's like two names that are not easy to say together. It's like Chris's Ruth's Steakhouse or something like that. It's like really weird to say. I've never been there, but where I drive, I was like, why? Why would you name it that way? But I mean, people love it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. There aren't really any other weird names. Hmm. But that one is funny. But yeah, I think Fuddruckers is probably like the worst out here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jiffy kind of Steak and Lube. I remember all the oh, teenage boys yeah. laughing really hard at that in high school. Yep. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, gosh. Um. <laughs> what do you want for your birthday this year? I... Give me something realistic, but then also like something completely frivolous. Hmm. I would really like a puppy, but I also don't really? want a puppy at the same time. Yeah, I have very mixed feelings about it, because I'm like, I really want a dog, but at the same time, that's like a lot of work, but I really want a dog. Um, I would really enjoy, like, a spa day. I know that sounds super, Gretchen. like, stay-at-home mom cliche thing to say, but, Yeah. I'm not a stay-at-home mom, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I'm having a small get-together for my birthday this year, but if I could spend big money, I really just would like to have a spa day. That does sound nice. So when we eventually are in the same town together during our birthday times and we have, Mm -hmm. you know, expendable income, uh, we're just gonna, we're gonna have a spa day and then we're gonna get crunk. In the evening. Or should we get crunk the I night know. before and then have the spa day the next day? My, my sister's a massage therapist. She always says, after you get massages, you should really hydrate. So I don't know if drinking alcohol after a massage. Or would the massage be like the morning after? The massage, the thing is What's like that? the morning after. I always, I've never drink, drunk into the point where I don't get like headaches okay. or like after I go drinking, but I never really, like, I'm usually sober by the time I go back to sleep. Okay. Um, I usually am, too. So I don't and drink too huge. Yeah. And as a mom of two, I, I probably huge. shouldn't get totally white girl wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've never had, like, a hangover experience. I'll sometimes get, if I drink vodka, I will have emotional hangovers <laughs> and, like, 
the next day I'll just be like, I won't have a headache and I won't like my body won't hurt, but I'll just be like, I'm the worst human being that ever lived. <laughs> I'm literally the worst human being ever. And I need to apologize to everybody I make eye contact with today. <laughs> the last time I had a... That's why I like tequila mm. because tequila does not do I had, okay, me. this sounds so funny, but I had my first rum and coke last weekend. I don't know why I'd never had rum and coke before. But it, like, did nothing for me. Like, I felt mm-hmm. a little bit while I was drinking, but, like, the next day, absolutely good to go. No problem. Um, vodka, on the other hand. <laughs> that, <laughs> when we were in Italy, I had, like, the largest vodka soda ever. It was, like, huge, huge glass. Oh, my gosh. The next day, I was, like, <laughs> we had to get out of our uh, Airbnb, and I just literally sat on a stone wall with my water and a bag of potato chips <laughs> as my family like <laughs> packed up the house so we had to move to the next spot oh it's yes welcome our next guest to the show what what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing what do you need <laughs> okay let me go get her something real quick how long have you lived in detroit uh it's been five years now i think august was five years would i want you to lay on me with your dulcet tones Mm. i just want you to tell me what your five favorite things about detroit are okay um so give me some antidotes i think i have more than five listed here yeah so whatever there's no rules to this podcast so i'm gonna say stuff kind of from a kind of a stay-at-home mom perspective because um, a lot of things that I like here are revolve around my kids. Um, there are a lot of like festivals here um, like fall festivals, Christmas festivals, different little um, fairs, carnivals. We don't really go to the carnivals but they do happen here. Um, markets, farmers markets, different like, little events in each town um, that happen yearly. That's really fun. Um, do, 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 do. And then, um, for us, we're really close to downtown Detroit, which is really, really fun because they have a huge tree lighting there with, um, ice skating rink. The Detroit Red Wings are there. Um, so we go down there a lot. Um, there's just a lot of, like, little things to do here. Um, that's really fun with the kids. Anything recent that was really cool? Um, what have we done recently? We, oh, Eliana's making her way up here, so if you might hear her soon. Um, tonight, we are going to a tree lighting, um, in our small town here. I think they have, like, reindeer and stuff. So, we're gonna go to that tonight. Oh, Eliana. She's right outside my door. Oh, she's the worst. Okay. That's okay. So we're going to be having special guest Eliana. She's like the, um, she's like the, the, yeah, yeah. The Guillermo to your Jimmy Kimmel or the, who are, does Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon and like all those other people have like side, they're they're like, they're like little I don't know what they do. (laughs) Yeah. I can't remember the titles. Eliana, can you say hi? I don't know what their title is. They just are there to make side jokes. Understandable. 
Um, but you were you were saying though your your five favorite things about Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Do you want me to just list them off too? Um, sure, if you, you want. We're uh, coming yes, up I on said... the thirty minute mark, so. Okay. Yeah. So I'll just list them really quick. Festivals. I went to length about that. Convenience. Everything's five minutes away. Everything's between twenty minutes and five minutes away. Oh, that sounds here. amazing. Yep. Um, the community is great as a mom. <coughs> Oh, sorry, Elion has a cough. Great audio there. Yep. <laughs> Soggy child. Oh. I said, oh, close to downtown community. There's, yeah, tons of mom groups here. Tons of mom groups. A lot of support, especially as a first-time mom. I, myself, lead a mom running group, so I'm one of those support groups in the area. Little self-plug there. Um, I don't know how many that was. Oh, and, but we're in, so we're in, like, the Detroit area, but where we live, it's still definitely, like, a small town feel, which is very nice. Like, we have our own post office, we have our own police station, you know, so it's very small towny. I, I think that was... I uh, really like that, that vibe. Would you say, um, your area of Detroit is probably family, more family friendly than most, like, it's just kind of a typical suburb? Wait, say that again? Sorry, Elliot. <laughs> I got distracted for a second. No, it's fine. Um, would you say that the, your area that you're living in and of Detroit, because most people, I think, the stereotype of Detroit is that it's this very scary place that is still pockmarked by, like, race riots, and yeah. it's, like, you know, this one, des- the, you know, suffering from traumas of, like, civil rights issues and the falling out of the motor industry and just this very terrifying place but all the times I've gone there it's been kind of just a very fun interesting town that is kind of becoming this nebulous for arts and culture and what have you yeah so especially where we live we're very close to like the more lack of a better term like a hipstery vibe um artsy great restaurants um if, if they serve aioli, then you know it's been yes. gentrified. Yes. Even our Red Robin serves aioli. It's just mayonnaise with garlic in it. <laughs> I know. It's not I special. Know. <laughs> Car factories and industry, that's a little different because um, there have been strikes and such, um, not just more within the, um, the industry rather than, you know, not race or anything like that, just the industry. I can't remember even what the one was about. I don't know if it was pay or if it was it was some union strike. I'm really bad about keeping up with that. Especially because my husband doesn't work at one of the big companies anymore. I don't keep up to date with it as well as I used to. Um, but no, there really isn't any, yeah, I haven't felt any threat or anything here. It's really nice. Um, if I, if if somebody were to come and visit Detroit, where would you take them? Like, what would be the fun, hot stuff you would do? Um, I would go to, it's not where we live, so I'll just say it, Royal Oak, for sure. Um, they have really good restaurants there. There's this one restaurant called um, Crisp Ellie's that we really like. It's a very, like, family-friendly um, Italian joint that I feel like anyone no matter what you what f- kind of food you like you can get it there if it's italian um and what else we like to take people who are visiting for like a longer stay we like to go to like greenfield village um that's about 
Neil, that's <coughs> a little farther from us. <coughs> Sorry, Ellie has coffee. That's okay. Um, what else? Oh, and then just going downtown. You can just walk around, go to Greek Town. Um, that's really fun. Go to a. Usually, we'll take someone to like a hockey game or something. Play some hockey. Oh, bless you. Play some hockey. Born and raised in um, South Detroit. Detroit. But anyway. Yeah, what about you, though? What do you like about where you're living? Um, a lot of things. I wrote a short list. Um, okay. So my favorite things about Los Angeles, which is very big, um, is no, number five, I guess, would be the food. The food mm-hmm. diversity here is amazing. And because there's a diversity of food, and, you know, it's not only is it a port city, but, um, you know, it's just everybody's, everybody's here. Um that like the the benefit of everybody being here is there's also fuse, fusion restaurants so it's like yeah oh, i'm gonna yeah. go get korean mexican fusion and i'm gonna i still haven't really eaten korean food though and that's like this is kind of the prime place to do that um yeah i've heard it's really like it's the spicier of the i say asian cuisines sure is that right yeah um i've heard it's like the spiciest i mean i've tried kimchi before and that was okay not not the most pleasant flavor not to deter anybody yeah. because it's very good for you and i know every time i bring it up my mom is like kimchi's so good for you eat more fermented foods i love spiciness which is surprising to me um but i love that about her um and then uh another nice thing about la is that uh it's um everything that you could ever want to do is here like, I was very surprised when I first came here and I was talking to, especially in, when I first lived in Boyle Heights, which is kind of the forefront of East L.A., a lot of the people were like, oh, yeah, I've never left. Like, maybe I've gone with my family to TJ once or maybe, like, for a weekend I went to Las Vegas with some friends. That's kind of what people do no. here for fun. Las Vegas is, like, the Chicago of L.A. You know, you just go to Las Vegas for the weekend and have fun. Um, okay. And it's ever like there's theme parks here, there's the beach here, there's mountains, there's all sorts of extracurricular activities. Anything you could ever want to do is here in LA, and so people don't leave it, especially because it's expensive to leave and it's expensive to come back, and it's hard to leave because of the traffic and it's hard to come back. So, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I've met people who have just like, yeah, I've never really left here before, I've never gone to another state except for maybe Nevada to go to Las Vegas. Do people seem, like, bitter about that? Like, oh, I want to get out of here? Or um, they just, they, they truly like I it? I meet very few people who are like, I got to get out of here. Um, okay. Most people are here to stay, especially if they've moved, like me, they've moved here from someplace else and, like, really made a financial and mental and emotional and physical effort to get here. Um, and then a lot of the people who are from here, a lot of it, it's also, it's kind of at the intersection of Im- immigrant families, too, because unlike sort of white culture and typical like american families i would say like you're encouraged to leave the house and to move away from your parents and to you know stray far from home um although my parents do ask me to come back home and live with them a lot uh (laughs) um but a lot of especially immigrant families uh it's cult. They come from cultures because it's very pan Latin American or pan Asian, where it's like it's socially acceptable to have two or three generations living in a house and living in a house mm-hmm. or an apartment your entire life. 
So I remember talking to a high schooler that I was helping and she's like, you know, I'm just really scared about going to college next year. Like, I'm going to be so far away from my mom. I'm like, oh, where? And I thought she was like going out of state, which is what I did. Um, and I was like, oh, where are you going? She's like, oh, I'm just going to USCLA, like, but it's going to be, you know, I'm going to be like 30 minutes by metro away from my mom. And I don't know, I'm only going to be able to see her on the weekends. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm like, really? Like, it, it was a very stark contrast for me because I remember my parents dropped me off at college about a thousand miles away from home. And I was like, okay, goodbye. Please leave. You can go now. I'm got. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, but I think that's a very admirable quality that, um, you know, the, the sense of community and sense of family is so strong. Like mm-hmm. most of my coworkers who are my age or older live with their parents or their parents live with them, as they might say, uh, or, uh, you know, there's very much in it's, but it's also like, that's what you have to do in LA because rent and the price of housing is so insane here. It's like, it's right. Nobody, yeah, that nobody, makes sense. whereas like back home, like people would look down at you if you moved away, like wouldn't move out of your parents' house. Like here it's, um, it's, you know, it's encouraged almost. It's like, yeah, you live with your parents, like, duh, like, yeah, that's smart. Live rent free or, you know, right. you contribute very little for your rent. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, You're just being all that's so noisy, sorry. Something that I find pretty interesting okay. here. Um, I listed mountains as one of my favorite things, which mm-hmm. it's I like it, but it's also very jarring that I can't see the horizon. Can't say I'm a fan of not seeing the horizon, but I do like the mountains are interesting. Like they're fun to see all the time everywhere, especially having grown up in Michigan where there are no mountains. Right. Um, I love the mountains. Anytime we go out west, I just, yeah, I love the mountains so i get that yep um and then i put i also put for one of my favorite things is the kids at the boys and girls club that i used to work at Um, okay uh i could probably fill an entire episode with stories uh but i will not um (laughs) because we're running out of time uh so i will tell just one for now um there this one has a little bit of a language warning but uh there, I had one girl, little girl, um, her name was Matilda, and she was a second grader, and this was around Halloween two years ago when the movie It premiered, and she had seen it for some reason. A lot of these kids, who are way too young, went out and saw this R-rated clown horror movie. Uh, hi, Eliana. Um, is Azariah there now? No, it's just her chit-chatting. Oh, that's good. Um, she had... <laughs> Uh, so Matilda had seen, uh, it, and she was stomping around the club. She, it was, she was, like, the last kid to get picked up that day, and she's like, Miss, I'm not afraid of clowns. I'm like, that's great. And she's like, I'm not afraid of clowns, and I'm not afraid of dumbass Pennywise. I was like, that's some strong language, Matilda. And she's like, well, I'm not scared. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, you'll float too, Matilda. And she's like, no, miss, don't say that. I'm like, you'll float too, you'll float too. And I started chasing her, and she started screaming at me. Um, uh, 
And then <laughs> my favorite thing about LA though is probably the Latinos and the presence of Latin American culture here. Um, mm-hmm. It's before California was an American state. It was a Mexican, you know, it was Mexico. And so it's people think of, you know, un- unfortunately so much of Latin American culture coming over here, but really it's been here the entire time. And it's, it's interesting to see how it permeates and how it's kind of this just beautiful umbrella culture that covers all of LA and you know, kind of, you know, everybody living here knows a little bit of Spanish, if not speaking it fluently. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, do you remember on the news, like a couple years ago during the Donald Trump election, when <coughs> one guy was like, if, if we keep letting the Mexicans come over, there's going to be a taco truck on every corner. Like it was a bad <laughs> thing. Like, like you don't remember that? No. Oh, yeah, there was, like, I don't know how. there I don't was this guy, that. and he's like, if if we keep letting the, the Latin Americans come over, like, there's going to be a taco truck on every corner, and he's he's saying it like it's a bad thing, like it's a some sort like, of invasion. Yeah, I'm, so like, I'm like, so now living in a city where there is a taco truck on every corner, I'm like, this is the greatest thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. At any given time, I always crave tacos al pastor. Taco. Um, so... It's definitely not a bad thing, and it's just, it it makes for a very good cultural experience. I really, I really like the, just, LA is complex in its cultural structure, and its diversity, and like, the different boroughs where different groups of people live, but it, you know, with each generation, it keeps coming to knitting together closer and closer, and you get these fusions of cultures. Uh, for our listeners at home, Eliana keeps uncapping <laughs> chapstick and rubbing it across Gretchen's face, which is very yeah. cute and very funny. Uh, but it's also probably really loud. But uh, that's cool. I like that. Um, when we were, well, we were in Santa Monica, and I, even there I noticed a lot of that, um, what you're talking about. It was really cool um, to see. And even in um, Sturgis, my hometown, it's very... Um, high population there and I like that culture was very um yeah you you got prevalent one of your siblings got invited to a quince yeah actually I've been to one before um and it was awesome best food I've ever had it was so good beans and rice Uh, beans beans and rice oh my gosh it was so good and like they had their corn tortillas probably not good for you but they would microwave them in within like the plastic bag Mm -hmm. They were like perfect. The carcinogens and just make it taste so, a little bit better. Oh uh, yeah, I think I think that's what it was. Anyway, I will so say good. I will say I can't eat flour tortillas anymore. Like I remember no. when I first moved to LA and I was like corn tortillas not that good, but now I'm just like if you put a flour tortilla in front of me, I'd just be like this is garbage. Get this away from yeah. me. Yeah. Yep. Corn t- tortillas yeah. all day every day. Oh. Um, was that five? I think so. Okay. Yes. Do we want to do our least favorites real quick? Um, about the city we're in? Sure. Um, sure. I won't do, like, five things. I'll just do a general thing, but... Yeah, um, I know everybody's always inclined to say traffic as their least favorite thing for L.A., but I guess my least favorite thing about L.A. is the... Because of the permeation of the entertainment industry, um, 
there is very much this mentality of when you meet someone, you're just like, they want some from something from me and what can I get from them? And there's kind mm-hmm. of there, people can be sincerely kind here, but there is this element of you, you, you have to, there has to be something you can give to somebody else. There has to, you have to be scratching somebody's back and somebody has to be like scratching yours. And I'm just huh. like, over it because yeah i feel like the opposite of that is very midwestern though mm-hmm. like just doing a deed for the sake of doing a deed you know whatever mm-hmm. it's very midwestern so it make you know i think the west side of the nation you definitely probably don't see that as much because and there's downsides to that Midwestern mentality too, because mm-hmm. you'll bend over backwards to be as kind as possible, yeah. and you'll sacrifice. Like the concept of self care here is much stronger, and you know, even if you are um, trying to give a little to get a little, if you put your foot down here and you're like, "No, I need to rest," people respect that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, where I saw this video, it was like a. It was a mid midwestern uh, driving school. It was like this little spoof. It was so funny because they sat at like um, a four way stop for like ten minutes, waving people on. It's like nope, nope. You just wave them on, wave them on. It's like a perfect example of like you never go, you just wave the next person on because you're trying to be nice, uh-huh. and it's just like you'll sit there forever. <laughs> but anyway, what's your least favorite thing about video. Detroit? Um. I love the outdoors, like, love the outdoors, and here, to get to any sort of, like, unpaved trail or nature center that's not surrounded by buildings is at least 30 minutes, um, and even that's pretty populated area, so I feel like that's one downfall, is there's not enough, like, wilderness, Hmm. um, close by like I get really antsy for like the outdoors and hiking and all that um because they just don't have baby. they just don't have that here um they do you just have to drive kind of far um I know probably just just depends on where you're at even if you know if you're out west because I always dream of um living out west even there you'd have to drive a little bit but it's just not as accessible here yeah um yeah, our houses are really close together, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, that was really the, I think that's like the biggest downfall. Tragic. So, yeah. Well, but, Gretchen, yeah. I wish you a very happy beginning of our birthday month. Yeah. And I hope you, all your dreams come true. And I will hurriedly replan our 21st birthday party for whenever. Yes, I like that idea. Again. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see who has better spas. I'm, I'm guessing L.A. will probably have better spas, so maybe I'll just come up to you. Yes. It will certainly, okay. the party life, I'll take you to West Hollywood and we'll get, go okay. party. Um, that sounds good. But uh, I'll talk to you later. Eliana, thank you again for joining us today. Um, you say bye. You can order her new book through Amazon. No. Um, <laughs> She's a ways by. Uh, bye-bye. Uh, Want to sign us out? Yes. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye. Bye.